Athanikar? Here. Castanoli? Here. King? Here. Lacerdo? Here. McDaniel? Here. Richelia? Here. Robbins? Here. Van Summeren? Here. Right. Here. Great, we've got a quorum. The first order of business tonight is the public forum. During the public forum, members of the public will have the opportunity to address the Planning and Zoning Commission on issues which are not part of tonight's agenda. Please keep your comments uh, to three minutes. Do we have anyone signed up? We do not. All right, our next order of business is public hearings. For each public hearing, we will begin with staff presentation, followed by the petitioner's presentation. We will then take public testimony to ensure that we have an opportunity to hear from each person wishing to speak. Please keep your comments specific to the request under consideration and try to avoid repetitive comments. Following all public testimony, the petitioner will provide closing remarks just prior to closure of the public hearing. No further public testimony will be taken after the petitioner begins their closing remarks or during the planning and zoning's deliberation. Next, I'd like to swear in anyone that's gonna to speak tonight, so if you can stand and say, I do, after I swear you in. I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. I do, okay, thank you. The first case on tonight's agenda is PZZ 23-1-092-415 Brainerd Street. Mr. Iwicki from staff will present. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Brad Iwicki with the city's planning services team. PZC 23-1-092 is a request submitted by the petitioner for approval of a variance to allow the installation of a wall sign that exceeds permissible square footage allowances on the new parking pavilion addressed as 415 South Brainerd Street located within the North Central College campus. The subject property is zoned CU College University District and is located south of Chicago Avenue east of Washington Street near the center of the North Central College campus. The petitioner is requesting a variance to section 6-16-61 of the Naperville, Naperville Municipal Code in order to install a wall sign with a sign area of 90 square feet on the parking garage's east circulation tower. This section of the Municipal Code limits the permitted wall sign allowance to 32 square feet per frontage of the building. The east circulation tower is along the South Brainerd Street frontage and visible from Chicago Avenue, from the Chicago Avenue and Brainerd Street intersection, which is the primary ve vehicular access point to the campus and is in close proximity to several important features and, and amenities of the college. The proposed sign is non-illuminated featuring cast metal lettering with a black finish. The wall sign includes text that reads North Central College the North Central College logo, the date the college was established, and identifies the building, identifies that the building is the parking pavilion structure. A 90 foot, a 90 square foot sign, 90, yeah, a 90 square foot sign would ensure visibility and adequate identification of the building. Staff supports the variance request and is in general agreement with petitioner's findings and recommends adoption by the Planning and Zoning Commission. Staff now requests that you conduct a public hearing, and I'm here for questions. Thank you. The petitioner, please come to the podium. College. 
Um, with me this evening are Mike Hudson and Jim Godo of North Central College. The college is constructing a parking pavilion located south of Chicago Avenue um, on the west side of Brainerd Street at um, Highland Avenue. It will consist of four levels of parking and will accommodate approximately 530 parking spaces. It will be accessed uh, via a new, new driveway along the north side of the parking pavilion as an extension of Highland Avenue. There will also be another entrance on the south side of the building off of Brainerd Street. Um, there will be two circulation towers, which will provide pedestrian access and include the elevators and stairways. One will be on the east side of the building and one will be at the northwest corner. Um, the, the college is proposing to install one sign on each circulation tower. And as Brad explained, the, the lettering and the um, information that will be provided there. The sign on the West Circulation Tower is internal to the North Central College campus and is not visible from any public right-of-way. Therefore, that sign does not need to, um, the sign regulations aren't applicable to that sign. The East Circulation Tower faces Brainerd Street and the sign will be located on the north facade um, of, the, of the tower. Because the sign is visible from that portion of Brainerd Street, which is a public right-of-way, this sign is subject to the sign regulations. Uh, the sign regulations uh, consider North Central as an educational campus that limits the size of the sign to 32 square feet. Um, the sign that the college is proposing is 90 square feet in area. North Central uh, submits that its request for the increased size of the sign on the north facade of the East Circulation Tower is reasonable and meets the requirements for the granting of a sign variance, all, all set forth in our petition. Based on the information which we presented, uh, we ask that the um, Planning and Zoning Commission recommend approval of the sign variance. And I'd be happy to answer any questions and respond to any public testimony. Thank you. Do we have anyone signed up to speak tonight? We do not. Is there anyone out there that would like to speak on this case? Okay. Commissioners? Any questions? Concerns? All right, great. <clears throat> Kathy, any closing remarks? No, I'm fine. Are you good? Thank All right, you. awesome. I will entertain a motion to close the public <coughs> hearing for PZZC 23 1 092. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, motion carries. Commissioner King, could you read the. <clears throat> I would like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner and approve PZC 23-1-092, a variance present to section 6-1661 to allow the installation of a wall sign that exceeds permissible square footage allowances on the new parking pavilion address, addressed at 415 South Brainerd Street located within the North Central College campus. Second. Great. Can I get roll call, please? Athanakar. I agree. Castanelli. I agree. King. I agree. Lacerdo. Agree. McDaniel. Agree. Richelia. Agree. Robbins. I agree. Van Summeren. I agree with the motion. Right. Agree. Great. You got a positive rec uh, recommendation. Thank you. The next case on tonight's agenda is PZC 23-1-061-1440 South Route 59. Mr. Beaver will present.
Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Adam Beaver with the city's planning services team. PZC 23-1-061 is a request submitted by the petitioner for approval of a major change to the Brock Brody PUD, a preliminary plat of subdivision, as well as several deviations for the construction of a Tommy's Express car wash at the property located at 1440 South Route 59. The subject property is currently zoned B2 PUD and consists of an existing Lowe's store and associated parking lot. The proposed subdivision will create a 1.08 acre lot near the intersection of Route 59 and BB Drive to be occupied by the proposed car wash. Major change to the PUD is being requested due to the proposed subdivision of the property and the requested deviations for the proposed project. Detailed information on each requested deviation is available in the staff report and in the petitioner's response to standards. The first request is a, the approval of a land use deviation as the B2 district does not classify a car wash as a permitted or a conditional use. The municipal code enables a petitioner to request a land use deviation in a PUD as long as the criteria in the code have been met. Staff finds that the proposed use is appropriate for the location due to the direct proximity of other commercial uses as well as its location as part of a larger commercial center and finds the, that the criteria in the code have been met. Staff concurs with the petitioner's findings and is supportive of this deviation. The next request is the approval of a parking deviation for the Lowe's store, as the subdivision will result in Lowe's having 507 parking spaces, approximately 31 spaces fewer than what is required by code section 6-9-3. The petitioner conducted a parking study which found that at peak times, the maximum number of parking spaces occupied was 152 spaces. Staff finds that even with the reduction in parking spaces due to the proposed development, there remains to be sufficient parking available for Lowe's customers. Staff agrees with the petitioner's findings and supports this deviation. The petitioner is also requesting approval of a parking deviation for the proposed car wash as section 6-9-3 of the Naperville Municipal Code requires 24 parking spaces for the proposed building. The petitioner is proposing to provide 21 parking spaces or three parking spaces fewer than required. Of the 21 spaces, 15 will be vacuum stalls and six will be standard parking spaces as the proposed business will not offer any merchandise for sale and the petitioner anticipates rapid turnover for the vacuum stalls. Staff finds the reduction in parking provided to be acceptable. Staff agrees with the petitioner's findings and supports this deviation. The next request is a deviation to section 5-10-3-5.2.1 which requires that five feet of landscaping be provided around the perimeter of the parking lot to provide screening to the adjacent properties. The petitioner is proposing to provide three feet of landscaping along the south property line instead of the required five feet. The petitioner states that this is due to site constraints to accommodate the required parking and provide service access to the vacuums. Staff acknowledges that a level of screening is being provided and that the adjacent property also consists of a parking lot. Due to these reasons, staff is supportive of this deviation. The final deviation request is to Naperville Municipal Code section 6-16-5-2.2.1, which states that in order for a property to have two ground signs, it must have at least 500 feet of frontage and that the signs must be at least 200 feet apart. There is an existing ground sign on the property for the shopping center and the petitioner is proposing to construct a second sign on the property advertising the proposed car wash. As the proposed property is a, has approximately 200 feet of frontage, a deviation is required for the petitioner to locate two ground signs on the property with less than 500 feet of frontage and an additional deviation to locate two ground signs that are less than 200 feet apart. 
Due to the close proximity of the two signs, as well as the signage proposed for the building, staff does not support this deviation request. Rather than supporting the deviation, staff suggests the, that the petitioner pursue a, pursue a shared sign with Lowe's as multi-tenant signs are frequently utilized in multi-tenant shopping centers. Staff does not agree with the petitioner's findings and recommends the denial of this request by the Planning and Zoning Commission. In summary, staff is supportive of the petitioner's requested entitlements for the Tommy's Express car wash apart from the requested sign deviation. Staff now requests you conduct the public hearing. I will be available for questions. Thank you. Can a petitioner please come up? as if I've never done this before, sorry. <laughs> Good evening, I am Caitlin Schuck from the law firm Rosenova and Whitaker on behalf of the petitioner. With me this evening and available for questions is Tanner Brandt from Christensen Companies. We have our civil engineers from Manhart Consulting and we also have um, our traffic engineer as well. To begin, the subject property is approximately 1.5 acres located in the southeast corner of Route 59 and Beatty Drive. The property is located within the existing uh, Lowe's parking lot. Starting with a little bit of history of the property, the property is identified here by the yellow star within lot eight under the original subdivision of the Brack Brody property. Original subdivision occurred in 2002. With this subdivision, the city granted a PUD over this whole area um, and specifically granted approvals for Costco on lot one of this plat. With those approvals, the property was annexed to the city and the city granted a B2 zoning designation for the property. And in 2003, the city granted uh, approval of a final PUD plat specifically as it relates to lot eight of the original subdivision to facilitate the development of Lowe's. Since that time, the, the original subdivision has been resubdivided multiple times in order to accommodate uh, more outlots and different uses within the PUD as the market changed and, and evolved over time. Here's a comparison of the original subdivision from 2002 and the parcel configuration today. The uses within the PUD are not just solely retail anymore either. Um, a good example is we have export over here now, and we also have a KLA daycare that was approved in 2021. With that, here are some of the current users that are with the PUD. Again, I just kind of mentioned, we have retail uses like Costco, Staples, Ashley Home Store, Walmart, um, a dispensary. We have some non-retail uses like the PNC Bank, Sports Clips, uh, Starbucks, export, and the KLA daycare. With Lowe's permission, we're seeking to resubdivide the Lowe's property pr to permit construction of a Tommy's Express car wash. Again, the subject property is located in that northwest corner of the Lowe's parking lot, keeping in mind that the underlying Lowe's PUD and development was ultimately approved in 2003. At that time, we saw large um, surface parking dedicated to retail uses uh, in order to accommodate shoppers. Since that time, as we know, e-commerce has surged and it continues to rise. Uh, with that ongoing trend, we're faced with several underutilized large parking areas originally planned for these 20-year-old shopping centers, just like the Lowe's PUD. As such, Lowe's is seeking to reposition its property in a way that will make use of the underutilized parking. The petitioner is the contract purchaser of the property, and we're looking to develop a 5,243 square foot Tommy's Express car wash facility within the commercial center. Specifically, the car wash will be a great addition to this PUD because it's a use that won't compete with the existing uses uh, within the PUD today. So we expect the customers to stop uh, for a car wash due to its convenient location off of 59, but also visit the other users within the PUD. This supports the PUD as a multiple stop destination, which is what we always wanna see within a commercial PUD uh, so that they can feed off of each other and support one another. Access to the site will be provided from the existing Lowe's Drive aisle uh, located off of BB Drive. 
no new access is proposed. There will be two stacking lanes and pay stations that will meet the city stacking requirements. The outer lane will be designated as a bypass lane. Um, and any car utilizing this lane will be able to exit before entering the facility and direct it into the designated parking area to the south of the facility. Cars will enter the pay stations from the east and they'll loop into the facility exiting facing the east as well. Um, they'll, the exit will naturally direct cars to the existing drive aisle within the Lowe's um, PUD, um, but they will, there will also be an area uh, where they can uh, enter the parking area for the, one of the 15 vacuums. Um, there will be an alternative ex exit option along the southwest corner of the site in order to ensure that there is proper circulation within this parking area. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Tommy's Express Car Wash, but their facilities are usually predominantly red. This is what you can expect in terms of our elevations. Uh, petitioners worked with staff in order to ensure that that carnival red color is reduced on the elevations in accordance with the code requirements. Um, as you'll see here, the facility is very tastefully designed with a substantial amount of glass and quality building materials. Specifically, we have a clear acrylic roof system that allows for daylight harvesting so that no lighting is required during mo most operational hours. So this is a super nice environmentally friendly feature as well. Lastly, I wanna to touch on the signage. Uh, as mentioned in the staff report, we're requesting a deviation to allow for a monument sign on our property. Under the code, one, one monument sign is allowed on a piece of property with frontage less than 500 feet. The frontage of the, of the property is approximately 200 feet. Unfortunately, Lowe's already has a sign on what will become our property. Um, had the Lowe's sign not be located there, we would be allowed to place our monument sign on the property by right. Um, under other property conditions in town, this would actually, Lowe's sign would actually be considered off-premise signage, um, and they would have to seek a variance in order to keep that sign in place on the property. But since it's a PUD, it's allowed to remain, um, and they don't need to seek relief for that. We're not asking Lowe's to remove their sign. Um, we're just requesting a deviation to allow our sign to be placed on the property in accordance with the intent of this provision of the code, because the code ultimately says you're allowed to have a monument sign in front of your property. Um, under other conditions in town, like I said, that sign would be removed and we would have that right to install the monument sign. Um, we are proposing to install it near the southernmost point of the subject property, so we're looking to keep a very significant distance away from the existing sign as possible. So with that, I wanna thank you for your time and consideration this evening. We are all available for questions. Great, thank you. <clears throat> Do we have anyone signed up to speak, Commissioner? Yes, we have one person, John. Hello again. You remember me from the JetBright discussion, I suppose. So uh, my concerns here. Could you, could you state your name first, please? Oh, sure. John W-R-Y-C-Z-A, Richa. Thank you. And uh, I have a couple of holdover questions and then one specific to this. Uh, is there going to be music? No. Oh, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> Uh, are you aware that on Sundays and other church holidays that Calvary Temple Church hires off-duty police to direct traffic on 59? I'm aware of that, yes. Yeah, it's, it can be tight. Yes. But you're along two roads, not one. So that's good. So you have BB and 59. The uh, other thing you may not be aware of is that the DuPage Water Commission is eventually going to run a line down Book Road and across 83rd. Another, I think... I don't know what the diameter was of the pipe, but something like 36 or 48 inch pipe underneath there. 
in the future. I don't know when, but that could affect traffic because people were going around the other ways. So um, my other concern is the parking. Where the, uh, I mean, there's already a parking lot there. It's probably not permeable. But I always have this concern that we're doing a flooding study out on the prairie, and that's how the water up um, pipeline came up is because that's been put on hold the runoff is going like from behind, say, Ashley Furniture down into the Forest Preserve and then heads town towards the Springbrook Golf Course from there. I don't believe you'll have all underground storage tanks and recycle most of the water and just a freshwater rinse, right? Yeah. All right. How many Tommies car washes are in Illinois? Six? Yeah. Well, in the area, there's a half a dozen already, right? And, and you're the franchisee, I guess, owner? Yeah, and you already built one. Good. Yeah, this is uh, good to know. Um, so my biggest concern is that if you give the modification for the PUD, the variance for this car wash, what prevents JetBright from coming back and saying, "Hey, we still got this land. We want to reopen this case." We, we. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt. We go case by case. I don't know what JetBright's going to do in the future. We just go case by case, sir. But can they come back if you grant this variance? They would have to go to city council, and it would be up to city council if they could come back. They could. That is right my back pretty much one and only concern. So we do not operate on a precedence, though. So just so you know, okay. it's case by case. Right. All right. Um, that's about all I have to say. I'm glad to hear it's not your first rodeo. It's a national franchise. I don't know how big JetBright was, but. I, a, a lot of things have been taken into consideration. I'm going to give her my contact information. We want to be good neighbors. We're down the street, so great. We'll stay in touch. Thank, Thank you. you. Is there anyone else that would like to speak? Come on up, sir. Can you just state your name for us, please? My name is Adam Lepak. I'm the assistant general manager of Costco Wholesale across the street. Um, we just got notified of this uh, two days ago at our legal. Um, I have no objections to this except for if you look at BB Road, even the pictures they showed, there was about eight cars trying to take a left on the way in. So as people exit this, they will also be making a left. And if any of you guys shopped at a Costco on a weekend or a weekday, that particular way with our gas station, the sheer traffic flow is immense. The fact that we'll be sharing that and then they'll be taking a left in and we'll be taking a left out. Um, I didn't see any accounting for that traffic. It seems uh, borderline sketchy. I've worked there uh, more or less since 2003, and the traffic there ever since we expanded our gas station is quite substantial. So I'm just concerned about if we allow this to go in, what, is there any, has there been any traffic studies or anything done along those lines about just overall public safety? Because it's really busy. They, they did do a traffic study. I'm sure we can have someone come up and I apologize. Haslin didn't get a hold of us until yesterday. That's why okay. I didn't sign up. I literally was working until about an hour ago okay. when they sent me here. We'll, we'll get that answered for you. All right, but that would be my biggest concern. I just want to get that on record. Okay. Do we have anyone else signed up? We do not. Okay. Um, Caitlin, do we want to bring up one of your engineers to talk about the traffic study so they we'll did? We'll have uh, KLOA come up too, but I also have a couple of exhibits okay. where we can... Uh, touch base on that. So generally speaking, we totally understand that it's a, it's a very busy area with Costco over there. Um, but car washes in general are kind of, it's kind 
there's no hard and fast rule as to when they're utilized, but generally they're utilized more on the way, especially on a place along Route 59. This site is expected to generate the most use either on the way to work or on the way home from work, and then maybe stopping and you know shopping at Lowe's or Costco along the way. Their peak does not necessarily jive with Costco's peak on the weekends, but that said, the site-generated traffic volumes are looking like they're only taking into consideration the peak hours for Costco and the whole center. So we looked at weekday PM peak hours and then week or Saturday midday peak hours, which is when the PUD sees their most busyness. Um, we're only seeing 12 cars uh, turning into this site to go to, I mean, ultimately the, the car wash. Um, during those hours. So, and that's just from Route 59 over here. I can have KLOA explain this a little bit more eloquently than I have, but generally the, the actual car wash is not expected to generate a ton of traffic. Okay, thank you. Unless, uh, do you want I, any more of an explanation do, does on Does anyone, that do you guys need some more information on that? Anyone? I, I think we're okay. 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 Great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylee. Mm -hmm. Commissioners, any comments, questions? No? Any closing? No. Caitlin, do you have? No, I just else? want to thank you all for your time all and right. consideration this evening. So thank you so all right. much. Thank you. All right. I'm going to, I will entertain a motion to close the public hearing for PZC. 23-1-061. So moved. Can I get a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, motion carries. I'm just gonna go ahead and, and read this since there's two here. I'm gonna do concur with the petitioner. So if you agree with the petitioner, it's gonna be agree with the motion. If you agree with staff, disagree. <clears throat> I would like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner and approve PZC 23-1-061 a land use deviation to allow a car wash in a B2 zoned PUD, a major change to the Brock Brody PUD, a deviation to reduce the required parking for the existing Lowe's and the proposed car wash, a deviation to reduce the required parking lot perimeter landscaping, and a signed de deviation as outlined in the staff report for the property located at 1440 South Route 59 Tommy's Express Car Wash. Can I get a second? Second. Roll call, please. Athanakar. Okay, so I'm going to agree and concur with the petitioner. Okay. So I agree with the motion. Castanoli. I agree with the motion. King. I agree with the motion. Lacerdo. Agree. McDaniel. Agree. Richelia. Agree. Robbins. I agree. Van Summeren. I agree with the motion. Right. Agree. Right. You've got a positive recommendation going to City Council. Thank you. <clears throat> Next is the approval of the minutes of the October 18th, 2023 Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. Do we have any corrections to the minutes? No, we do. Okay. I will entertain a motion to approve the minutes of the October 18th, 2023 Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. So moved. Can I get a second? second? All in favor? Aye. All right. Well, no old business, no new business. So I would like to entertain a motion to adjourn the meeting. So moved. Can I get a second? All in favor? We, uh, uh, oh. we have a yes. Sorry, the mayor sorry. would like to. Uh -oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> mayor, sorry, I had my head down. Well, this this day has finally come. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think it's appropriate that the commission um, uh, take a moment and acknowledge the, the hard work and dedication of your chair, Mr. Lasordo, for the two terms now as chair yes, sir. plus. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, on behalf of the city of Naperville, we, we thank you for all the great things that you've done in this particular role. There's been a lot of great projects that you've vetted through here, and I can say from everything I've heard, you've treated everyone very fairly and with, with kindness. So again, thank you for everything you do, Anthony, and uh, best of wish, uh, best of luck to our, our new chair, uh, Mr. Athanakar, who will be taking that position next month. Great, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.